0: This is a Media 8 production. The first beer goes down easy. It's bubbly, it's sweet, it tickles the back of your throat.
1: The second beer is starting to enjoy it. You kick back,
0: getting a bit more relaxed. But it's the third beer, Brett. That is. It's the third beer that where you hit that vibe, a certain mellowness comes over, it's a golden light nectar I would describe, the pub turns into a very happy place and you've hit that spot that's just right.
1: And our third beer is a special guest each week that we get to interview and have a chat to not only about the beer, but also about life and other stuff that men don't talk about. I'm Brett
0: McCallum. I'm Chris Dixon. And we'd like to talk about the third beer.
1: G'day, mate. How are you? Good buddy. I'm good. Mate, what do you bought me? It's uh bought your lovely drop today. Here we go, we are got a tin. Okay. Right. It might be pale, but there's nothing weak about this bad boy. Tropical and floral aromatics set off a fruity palate. Laurel. Laurel? Yeah. Yeah. That will punch your taste buds in the pleasure zone. It's <laughs> oh,
0: like Mick Fanning punching a shark, <laughs> mate.
1: <laughs> Taylor for those who enjoy a fully hopped beer that's still easy to drink. From us to you with enjoyment, Bolter. That Balter. floral bit sounds like you.
0: Thanks very much. Are you ready? <laughs> here we, we go. go. Very they just to week. know what you think? This is my favourite drop at the moment. So okay, uh, here we go. Take it away. I
2: we'll love yeah. to live through the experience of you guys. You do.
0: We'll... <laughs> <laughs> G'day Adam, lovely to meet you, mate. You too. Thanks Chris. for coming in today.
2: Thank you very much for having me, mate. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be here. It's
0: gonna be a, gonna be a journey.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah very cheers. excited.
0: Cheers, choose cheers, that. Oh, that's interesting. Hang on. It's gonna be a journey. Oh,
1: I'm waiting to get what is it? Punched in the taste buttons. There we go. <laughs> Tasty. Not bad. Oh, okay. Not bad. All right, we'll do the report. Let me introduce you to Adam Cox. Please. Mate, as um as um we normally do on here, we read full thing about people or we just tell it how it really is. I don't is. think
0: it's really worked that no, It running, hasn't, yeah. has it? No. No, so let's so. just
1: tell it how it really is. Mate, yeah. I met Adam probably about eight months ago. Um I I started at F45, um, which is the functional fitness centre that I've been training at, and uh, Adam was one of the coaches there. And we hit it off pretty much straight away and sort of had a bit of a chat about business. And he was telling me about what he's coming into and what he's doing and all this stuff. And then uh, he inspired me a few times, and he also, like, beats me up a lot at the gym, which is really, <laughs> really good thing. So Inspirational. In, so what I wanted I to it. talk about today <laughs> was... Things one is what we put into our bodies because, as you know, my body's shrinking at the moment. Uh, are you ready? 1.2 this week, and it's a total of how much in three weeks to uh, 3.8, I think. What I can't you, add up real good. What's, what's your current weight? And what's my current oh, yeah, weight? I, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't
0: be disclosing that. Can't be disclosing I'm under 118 though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's been, uh, that's good. Well That's done. good. Great yeah, no, I'm very
1: happy with that. And uh, Adam's helping me a lot. But one of the things that, that Adam's doing is creating a new program called Ignition. And I wanted you two blokes to talk to each other with me buttoning every now and then in regards like to it. that, because I think what you do for my head is similar to what he's going to do for a lot of people's heads. And you guys might get some good ideas off each other and do all that well, sort of stuff. Well, let's start with that. You know Before we start, why don't we tell us the Adam Cox story first? and we know who he is.
2: All right. Yeah, um a big, uh, I guess, a big journey, I guess, and life is just a really one big journey and it's full of experiences. Um, and, look, I guess it's probably to focus on the stuff that really, um, uh, I guess, has probably made the biggest impact, um, you know, at, at a starting point from a, um, from a, you know, I guess a young, young adult, um, even probably actually in my teenage years, I, I went through um, a whole bunch of stuff with acceptance, um, both internally within myself, knowing um, growing up as a gay man um, and going into a world that seemed to be, um, I don't know, it, there was a, a whole bunch of oppression against um, homosexuality and, you know, especially um, in a in school environment and it's just not being accepted and it was so just... How old are you now? Uh, 33 now. So how old were you when you came oh, out or you realised? Oh, look, I probably I realised I knew when I was younger um, but just kind of push that part down yeah. for, for such a long time. And, you know, it's something I see so, time and time again, people just, you know, either pushing stuff down that they don't want to, you know, come out or they're too afraid to do it or, you know, it's, it's a big thing, but you know, that, uh, that was only one part of it. Um, I had uh, really severe skin issues, um, when I was growing up as well. So that just kind of further added to the burden of how I was feeling. Um, woke up, woke up every day, hating, looking at myself in the mirror, kind of hating the person I was. And, um, you know, I was just, I was a scared guy and I would do anything, um, in order to kind of please somebody. I was always the guy to make everybody happy and, you know, you know, just do whatever I could to fit in. And that's what it sort of became. Um, so then, um, the journey, I guess, uh, you know, leaving school and sort of starting to discover a little bit more about myself and, you know, really what what I was about and the things that I was passionate um, about and really fortunate to stumble across not one but two things that are really you know deeply engaged with um straight away and that was um music and also fitness um and the fitness kind of came first uh that kicked me off and um was teaching some group fitness classes uh for a lot of the time and uh, got me really passionate about sort of helping people and you know i had a bit of a flair for that and then i took up uh djing as i uh, sort of discovered music even more um you know, and 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 kind of both of those sat at a really, you know, I say a, you know a good level, but a stagnant level for such a long time, and it was like I wasn't really making a huge amount of progress in either of them. Were you still hating yourself during that period? Um, no, 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 no. The um, I guess once I, I it was about twenty three that I I sort of came out to my parents, which was probably the the biggest thing that I was fearing. The friends and that sort of stuff. I just I, I did it. Um, that yeah, there just wasn't as much. Yeah. I think the people that I had around me at the time. Um,
0: how, how did it go with mum and dad when you finally came out? Um,
2: look, it was, it look, it was a tough experience. Um, I, I was kind of forced to do it in a really um, roundabout way, which I won't go into too much. There's no a lot top. of emotion sitting on that one, but yeah. um, in in effect, like I I held even I held so much resistance to that and, and why it happened and how it had all come about for such a long time. But, you know, years going on and I start to realise that I'm actually thankful for that experience. It was like somebody just ripping the bandaid off and going, bang, you have to do it, you know? <laughs> and it was like, uh, you know, it, it was just the worst experience. But, you know, I guess you've got to go through the, the big struggle if you want to get that, that kind of freedom on the other side. Is it also the best experience? Because obviously it was the worst experience when it was happening. It's been a bit of a
0: theme of our yeah. last conversation. <laughs> it has, the yeah. Grief and pain that comes a lot of growth, doesn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. You know, and it and it's the it's the power to be yourself, really. That's yeah. that's that is, you know, I guess as simple as it is. Um, and I've you know I've been asked a lot of times about you know what I've done, and I've been with women, and I've been with guys, and I've done you know I've done a lot of it, you know, and it this the choice is. There's not even a choice. It's just like as simple as saying, "Do you like this beer or do you like a glass yeah. of wine? What do you like?" That's well, I'm loving Bolter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, what was that? That was so, Bolter. Bolter. Bolter beer. beer. If you're listening, Mick Benning, I love you. <laughs> <beer.
2: laughs> hint, hint. I think. Um, but anyway, so look, that kind of um, was a basis, and there was still a lot of emotion that was set up um, for such a long time. But I got very, very, very good at pushing everything down. Um, just, just kind of really, you know, not dealing with it. Um, looking for so the easy route. How come you route. didn't
1: get fat? See, so I did that and it all went
2: here in my gut. <laughs> where, where, how did you
1: sort of deal with that? Well, obviously you're pushing shit away and not doing anything with it. Yeah. So did that have an effect on your body, on your physical being, do you think? Um, What about your skin? You mentioned your skin earlier. Did that make it worse, better, or anything like
2: that? Yeah, look, it's a funny thing. I think having uh, going through and and getting involved into fitness really early kind of um, set me up with a mentality of you know training, and you know I I kind of look at training not as a tool to improve the physical being, but um, more as a state of health from creating from within.
0: Beautiful. See, I see workout as mental health time. Yeah. That that, that 15 minutes buzz you get after a good workout is why you work out. Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool.
2: And 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 you know, the the uh I guess the weight, which is a common thing or the the visual, the image, um, you know, it's 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 sold so much on media and, and you know, magazines and we're told that we've got to look like this or look like that. And at the end of the day, it's a byproduct of what we do, right? The byproduct. Yeah, it. the most important is that you take care of yourself and
0: love take, yourself.
2: Yeah, love exactly. Yourself. Have you reached self love yet? You yeah, said you have. Yeah, big time. You not see it? Look, you're <laughs> but then look through that. So I had fitness kind of come in, and I got into DJing, and then I was out and partying um, quite a bit and quite excessively for a long time. And um, you know, it was drinking, it was drugs, it was kind of anything that I was putting into my body, and. Um, you know, I am. I'm so incredibly grateful and thankful for those experiences. Like, I've made some really shit decisions in my life, um, but I've also made some really awesome ones. And I wouldn't be the person I am today without all of that stuff that I've done. You know, um, I, I have so many incredibly, you know, incredible happy memories and stuff that I wouldn't. I wouldn't change in a million years. Um, and like. I guess what I was mentioning before about finding that struggle that also kind of created its own challenge in itself and things got out of balance for a little while. So um, I then kind of really went on a path to going, right, I want to I create something. And the moment that I sort of started to see how to change and, and the things that I can do and, and, you know, I really became obsessed about human behavior and it started from my own behavior, but it's it, it extended to see it in everybody. You know, and um, so I just I just commit to being the best person that I can be every single day. You know, you ask for more than that, really, can that's you? that's it. And I can have a shit day, I can have a hundred, you know, but I wake up the next day, I've got a new day, I've got a clean slate, and I'm ready to go. And it's like, right, what what am I going to do today that's going to put me in a better position for tomorrow? That is as simple as the approach needs to be.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting because most blokes don't think like that. They push it down. They just yep. keep pushing it down. Yep. I'm speaking from experience here. Yeah. And they just keep pushing well, it down. And some
0: people bench press their feelings. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah. Other people turn them into a pack of chips. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But
1: that also brings us to the reason why there's
2: only two beers being drunk on the third beer today. Yeah, let's talk about You're
1: that. not on the beers? You're off the beers? You're every, off everything now?
2: Um, yeah, look, so I've I've um, kind of embarked on my own journey, um, which, you know, I guess the, the official start date of the journey was on the 31st of January. Um, I purposely didn't start on the first of the year yep. or the new year. I wanted to start, I think it was a Tuesday when I started, and I kind of was, you know, in my in my own, um, uh, I guess, the way that I'd usually do things, I kind of want to make sure I've got everything or as much as I can prepare before I went. And then I just, it was like I woke up one day and I went, today's the day. It's just got to start. Um, so I decided to, I guess where it all came about is um, I did a bit of an exercise, which I kind of sat down and to find out what was really important into my life. And then I kind of took that and framed it into what I have what I was actually doing with my life, what my weekly or my daily schedule was looking like. And I looked at all of the things that I really wanted to do, all the stuff that was super important in my life and all the stuff that I wasn't doing and how much time I was spending on the stuff that I really didn't want to be doing, the stuff that didn't bring me... Real joy and real value and real happiness, and I went, I've got to change this. I went, okay, this is what I do. So it was an
1: epiphany? Is that a
2: word? Epiphany. epiphany. <laughs> Why do I say oh, epiphany? Well, you can call it, I call it whatever I like. No right or wrong, is it? No, it's yeah. not. And yeah. look, the 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 main, I guess the the foundation piece for me and where things kept become unstuck uh, definitely is alcohol. Um, I mean, from a, even from a health perspective, like what it does to your system, that's just you know part of it. I mean, it was adding to my stress levels, which were already high. Um, does the alcohol make then the intake of drugs
1: or illicit products? That when you do that, or was that separate to that?
2: Yeah, it's it's always been the gateway. Like, I, so it's always I, the thing that then other shit happens. Yeah, when, when, yeah. when alcohol. Okay. Yeah, you know. Would you call yourself an alcoholic? Um, at, at a time, 100%. percent Yeah. been addicted to alcohol, to drugs, to sugar, to social media, to um, acceptance, the need for...
0: Social media addiction. I'm always <laughs> telling my kids, get off your phone. Oh, do you have life, an addictive man. personality, do you think?
2: I don't know. I, I don't know if I really believe in addictive personality. I think we do things to to comfort us or to deal with situations, right? So we we might find comfort you know, whether it be an alcohol or it could be social media or it could be whatever, we do it because we have um, a desire or something that's like an emotional kind of connection and we want that to be fed. And if we're consistently running ourselves into the ground and super stressed and we form an attachment to alcohol which calms us or gives us our stress relief, then we become addicted to something in, in the way of dealing with it rather than actually looking at the problem and going, well, you know what, you're working a 70 or 80 hour a week and you're overstressed and really what you need to be doing is looking after yourself, not trying to fix it with something else that's going to make it worse. So it's
0: like a self-nurturing process. Yeah. You're, you asked a very interesting question. Did, uh, did Adam think he was uh, you know, an alcoholic? Yeah. Do you think that uh, Brett has a personality or an addictive personality?
2: it's a good it's a very good question what do you
0: reckon as his
2: as his coach yeah look i've i mean brett and i have only mm -hmm. known each other for uh i'd say five or six months what i can tell you about brett is he's very um he'll he'll latch onto something like he'll find something which is go for a hundred percent right this is what i'm going to do right and well, that, that could be addictive. He's, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: he, he's in a lolly shop. He's yeah. see his lights being up, he gets excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So I think, um, you know, Brett and I probably have um, a little bit of a difference in this thing where Brett would be just kind of like, right, act now, bang, go and do it, right? And this is what he would do and he'd kind of think about everything later on. Right, well, yeah. pretty
1: accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Actually
2: very accurate. <laughs> F- figure it out. And I'm kind of like oh, I've spent so much time like thinking about so much that it's taken me forever to get this thing off the ground, you know?
1: But I've also learned that. I'm yeah. a little bit older than you are, and I've, I've learned, um, learned a lot of that. I, I used to try and put shit together and realize that didn't work, lost money or whatever, lost, yep. lost and then tried different things. I want to go back to the, the question about the addiction. Mm-hmm. There's a doctor local here that I used to see, and she believes that your DNA actually has an addiction bit in it, right? Yep. So therefore, she believes that... Addictive personalities or whatever addictions actually are hereditary. Yep. So she believes that um, the way that all works is something physic in your I, physical. I would name.
0: prefer to think that uh, addictive tendencies,
1: tendencies could work. possibly
0: are hereditary. Um, yeah, well, oh, it seems so to be the
1: case. Anyone else in your family have like addictive? Like everyone in my family has addictive personalities. <laughs> but anyone else in your family that you has that same sort of thing, or are you? Uh, a one-off because of
2: the circumstances of your childhood? Uh, look, mate, I think, uh, well, definitely there is. Um, Dad, I know, loves a, loves to drink. Um, but here's the thing. I think addiction is something that has got a lot of bad stigma over the years. Um, I think if I look around at society, I look at a lot of addicted people to a lot of different things. and And it's like this big thing of like, oh, you're addicted to this or whatever. It's like, wait a minute. The only reason why I became addicted to a whole bunch of stuff is because I was using this to deal with my issues instead of actually dealing with the issues at the first place. So it's not uncommon for someone to be addicted. All you gotta do is look around, go on a train at peak hour and watch how many people can't get off their phone. (laughs)
0: It's, it's whatever scratch and how you itch it, isn't it? It's a hundred percent and we've like, all got I'd like to come out and say that I'm actually very addicted to breathing.
2: <laughs> uh, it, it's, Second that
0: <laughs> it's a very important thing. I try to remind myself every day, of, but yeah. I think it's a fairly good addiction. I think there can be good addictions and bad addictions. Do you, do
2: you meditate? I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And other
0: addiction of mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yoga has actually... become a good addiction. Oh, uh, but yeah. Would you say you're addicted to gym? Physical activity. I mean, I know I am. It's part of my routine. It's part of my structure. If I that's a routine, it. is that an addiction? Well, that's where I think it's any kind of compulsive tendency or habit would yeah. be considered to be an addiction, couldn't it? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean, work, but, work. Are you addicted to work? Over so. there hundred yeah. percent. Are you
2: addicted to your family and your wife? And
0: yeah, it's yeah. interesting. I
2: don't no, know. It's not yeah, break to do. it down. yeah, but again, you know this this whole thing of addiction. Like, addiction can't be bad or good it's only what we create it to be addiction is just a thing it's not doesn't have a positive or negative right it's only the spin that we put on it's it's how we choose to perceive this addiction you know and all of a sudden we start to reframe this addiction and we see it not as a bad thing but actually you know what that's just something that we did to get us through a point in our life all of a sudden we start to think of things a little bit differently and go hey you know what it's okay and we stop putting so much pressure on yeah, ourselves. we can
0: still let go with the guilt and the shame and all those other yeah. associations. And now you I free
2: think, that and then it's just like... Pfft.
0: I think there's a lot of people out
1: there that have that guilt, shame, whatever you want to call it, right? Yep. And they've pushed it down, hence my belly. They've pushed this stuff so far down that they're never going to talk about it. They're like suicide rates are massive and all that yep. sort of stuff because these people don't talk about stuff. Yep. And one of the things that, that Chris and I... Are really, really keen on is for blokes to actually start talking about stuff because yep. having this conversation really excites me because we're talking about inner deep type shit as blokes sitting around a table, right? Yep. And that doesn't happen enough. Like yep. trade in the pub, good homote, go, yeah, I love a schooner. Yeah, how's I your don't day? Oh, I think some
0: beautiful, beautiful conversations. <laughs> Great conversations a pub. A, a, a no, I agree, but center. what I'm saying <laughs> is there's... and so I think that we often think that men don't talk and I think a lot of men do talk. And I mm. think it happens. It probably doesn't happen as often as it should. Yeah. So, uh, Brett, what, yeah. what kind of addictions have you had in the past? I'm oh. curious. I don't want to just bash Adam because Adam's here telling the truth and being real. Yeah, like, well, I've
1: have got, you, got many got? addictions. I've, yeah. I believe that I was addicted to alcohol. I okay. believe I was, I'm definitely addicted to food and sugar. Actually, no, I'm going to rephrase that. I'm Not addicted to food, I'm addicted to sugar and preservatives within food. Um, I'm, I've got an addiction to work. I've oh,
0: you're very, you're very hard work. 100%. 100%. Yep.
1: And, um, they're, 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 they're the sort of key addictions I, I believe that I have. I've got a, a, um, I've got a lot of bad tendencies, tendencies, tendencies whatever they're called, yeah. but um, I wouldn't claim some of them as addictions. But definitely, like, um, I know I can sit here and have two or three beers. I've got no problem with that because yep. that's the way my head works now. Whereas mm-hmm. in the previous life, I would have sat here and had three. Okay, let's go. We're going to the pub now. And we're going to have 300 right of them. We're exactly. yeah.
0: How has uh, Adam helped you with
1: yours? just from the inspiration right? look at the guys buzzing we, he walked in here earlier and i and i said hey look at you and he goes oh i was up at 1 this morning i've written the best blog piece i've ever written and he was just absolutely psyched about this and you can yeah. just see by the Obviously, a podcast you can't see, <laughs> listeners. But he's got the biggest smile on his face, and I will tell you what, did I win? <laughs> I bought a very attractive man. In here. I, I, was thinking, sorry, I, I think. I, well, I don't know. I don't I know, know. I know.
0: I think it's fairly close. So <laughs> say that, you know? <laughs> Kira but, might get a really little upset that, about that. That's They're, a really interesting point,
1: though, because one of the things when we first sat down and had a chat, and we went through a lot of this stuff, and and Adam is really passionate and emotional about things, and I love that, and. The fact is when we're talking about he had skin issues, he had all these and I'm sitting there, how the fuck did you become such an attractive man? Oh.
2: You know what? I, I'm I'm going to I'm just going to f- like go back a little bit into um uh I uh, I guess really one of the big foundation pieces about this um going from a a teenager with really really severe acne, like it was all over my face, my shoulders, my back. I just, I just wanted to get rid get of it. you get bullied about that? Oh, every day. Yeah. Right. So all of the stuff you're dealing with as a child already, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that I didn't have friends and it wasn't that I was, a, you know, like antisocial or anything like that. Like I definitely had that, but I was, yeah, I was always picked on it and it was on my mind consistently. So as a, as a young boy, all I knew how to do at that point was just push it down. So that's what I kind of did. Um But there was a really interesting point and it took me a really long time. But going from hating looking at myself in the mirror to like over time looking at myself and going without sounding, you know, full of myself, but going, you're actually a really good looking guy. And it took me forever, right, one to even accept that. And then people would start giving me compliments, all this stuff. And I'm like, I can't, I can't handle with it. But this I guess this 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 learning, this experience just set me up because I know how it feels to be on that other end, to have people look at you or pick on you or think that you're different because of the way you look. So I talk to everybody. I don't care what you look like, what you sound like, what you're wearing, whatever. I will go and talk to you because I've been in that position myself before. Um, and like, it, it's just open up. You the think world there's
0: to me anything to be learnt from pushing stuff down and getting on with it I mean I, I think it's an interesting line you know yeah, I, I've got real difficult space mm. and I'm living a hard life and yep. uh, I actually just need to get through the day yep. sometimes I've got to actually push that down and move forward and deal with that at another time
2: yeah 100 uh, percent I think um, there are there are times where you definitely have to do that. You know, um, when you know, going back to the experience of of coming out to my parents, the, the situation evolved about forty five minutes before I had to go and teach a fitness class, and I had to come back from doing this class and then go and tell my mum and dad. So that whole class, I had to be a hundred percent focused. And whilst it's only a short space of time, but I had to just, you know, like completely compress it and go right. I feel I'm sorry for it. the people in the
1: class because you probably smashed them.
2: <laughs> Do you know what I? <laughs> taught probably one of the best classes I taught that day because I had to be super clear. Um the I guess the thing that I say um to that, Chris, is like, yes, you kind of want to, you know, it's not always going to be there and, you know, and, and in the in the in the spotlight for such a long time. But as long as you're doing something that might give it a little bit of a release, you know, whether it be something as simple as meditation, which I don't think is, you know, maybe even talked about or even done often enough.
0: Re- uh, release the bum cheek.
2: Indeed. we <laughs> <Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. laughs> will tell you that story <laughs> shortly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, it you know, it definitely serves a purpose. But like anything, if you, um, you know, if you, I, I, and this is the, the blog post that I wrote this morning, it's typically about breathing. And an, an analogy that I use into it is that if you hold your breath, do <laughs> you want to try it? All right. Let's do it. So take a deep breath in. <laughs> All right now breathe out. Now breathe out some more. Breathe out some more. Keep going. Keep going. Now I want you to breathe out as much as you can, hold it and hold it for as long as you possibly can. All right? And keep holding it, keep holding it. And stay with that, and just notice how you feel. Wow. all right. How good does that next breath in feel? Right? It's incredible. And this is the analogy that I use here and what'll what what's in this blog is that we spend so much time exhaling, we go, we go, we go, we're giving, we're giving, we've, we've got all this stuff that we're doing, but we're not taking enough time to inhale and take stuff in for ourselves. So you can only do that so much before you need to take that breath in. Now it's going to be up to you whether you allow yourself to get to a breaking point where things crumble and you're forced to take action. Or you make that decision earlier on and you say, you know what? I know I've got, I know I need to, you know, work on some stuff. Let me start to do something about it. And it comes back to that principle that I said before, what can I do today that's going to put me in a better position tomorrow?
0: and uh, heads up to uh, Mick Fenning and Bolt of Beer but uh, <laughs> I think I just got what taught the me that part. was actually surfing in uh, Cyclone Swell at the beginning of this year and I got yep. hit by a wave and I got tumbled and I got held under and you, yep. you taught to relax you mm. relax you let go you're tumbling around the surf you let go you let go and then all of a sudden that panic sets in mm. and you're pushing you're pushing you're pushing and you come up and you take that breath and it's beautiful and then you're looking at the next wave that's about to crash on top of your head and uh, you know release and let go and give up yeah. and do the whole process again and I yeah. think that working through anxiety or stress or panic or you just got to recognize the ability that all I need to do right now is to take a deep breath and let whatever's going to happen, happen. Yep. It's beautiful. And good, it?
2: Let it recognize as a point as well of, you know, this is, if you don't think your breath or your breathing is important, just remind yourself and hold your breath and realize how important yeah, exactly. it is. Like yeah. you you See you how
0: long you can last. I <laughs> think we're going to call this podcast Addiction to Breath.
2: Addiction to Breath. You're gonna to
1: have to face it. You're addicted to breasts. I really, really appreciate you sharing your story. I think it, I think it's amazing. But the even more exciting for me now is this next chapter. Mm. This, this chapter of ignition. Um, when we first sat down, it was like, mate, just have a crack. Just do it. Just get out there and do it. No, I need to make sure it's 100 ready. You're ready. You can just yep. see it now. Yep. Even just by like that, that blog post, and all mm. those sort of things. You do this stuff anyway, but. Yep. I think you're actually ready there to, to launch this thing now. Tell us about
0: what Ignition. Is I have no idea. Ignite me.
2: It is designed to spark the fire within. The purpose of Ignition is to empower others to um, take control of their health and fitness, which then further impacts and creates joy and happiness and all positive stuff within their life. Um, as simple as we talked about breathing before, um, taking care of your health is... The one thing that is universal to all aspects of our life you can have all the money in the world, but if you're sick and in bed or you're you know you can't move with the freedom that you want you're going to feel trapped you know the having health from you know not only a physical perspective but also a mental perspective is so big um so ignition is a twelve week program um that is kind of set out to help people, um, you know, we would look at a lot of the mindset sort of stuff, but to help them understand, first of all, about why this is so important. Um, why 12 weeks? Um, 12 weeks came about only because I sat down and I went, what are all of the things that are like of, of absolute prime importance to get people to be making some changes, right? And, the purpose of this, uh, I guess, is also not only it's, you know, we sit down and we'll do, uh, I'll be doing some group coaching with people um, over a you know, 90 minute window um, once per week. That kind of just sets the foundation for what that week is going to be about. Um, there's no use just taking in a whole bunch of information if there's nothing done about it. So Ignition is largely built on the purpose of learning of finding out some knowledge and going, oh, okay, I want to do that or I want to change that or whatever, and then having some action steps in there and going, right, here's your guidelines for the week, you know. And and is that everything? Are you talking sort of here's your mindset guidelines,
1: your food, your exercise, your that sort of stuff? Or are you saying here's like a broad brush, stay within those lines?
2: Um, yeah, look, it's it, the, the whole purpose of it is that it gives people the freedom to create it themselves. So there's definitely, you know, that... Uh, the information in there to provide them, I guess, with a little bit of a space to work within. Um, but, you know, I think we see it time and time again in the fitness industry that there's, you know, there's a new shake, there's a new diet, there's a new pill, there's a new way of training. You know what, if this stuff actually worked, then everybody would be on it, but it doesn't.
0: Hard work's not new. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs>
2: and the the secret is 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 not about... Finding something external that fits into your life—it's creating something internal that you use and you take from within, and you let it you let it spread. And you go right. What are the things that I'm interested in? But if I told you you had to go and run ten k's every day, is you wouldn't know happen. wouldn't happen, right? But if I sat down with you and helped you understand a little bit of the importance of you know movement and training, and started to get you kind of really attached to that, and and then connected that to what you want to achieve and what's important into your life, you'll go and do anything, right? Mm. Because all of a sudden you now see the importance for it and it means something to you. And furthermore, now you've got a window to say, hey, you know what, Brett, if you wanted to go and walk every day or if you wanted to go and do yoga or if you wanted to go and do it, there's, there are so many ways you can get fit and healthy, right? And you've got plenty of people out in the world that are doing that successfully, Right? there is not one way to do it.
0: Now, I would imagine that um, you know, people have competing commitments. So while mm. I'm, I'm ideally I want to run ten k's a day, there's a yeah. whole lot of uh, stuff and emotional stuff that prevents me from doing that. And that's totally. where your coaching comes into play. You start to work people through those nitty gritty moments.
2: Yeah, 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 big time. And also, I think a um, you know a big part. So ignition, um, the name came out years and years ago, and then. More recently, uh, the introduction as the number one um, to lead ignition, so the number one G N I T I O N, and it came about because I was registering the business that ignition was already taken. I was like, "What am I going to do with this?" Like, you know, and I just put a one at the beginning of it, and I went, "Oh, this is like the best thing it could have been because it it's it's about putting yourself first so that you can do everything that you want to within your life. You can't be You can only be like what you are yourself, right? If you have a partner, you can only give what you've already got. If you want to be a good example and set a good example for your kids, then you're going to have to put yourself at some point, right? If you don't take care of yourself and your kids grow up, they are learning by example by what you're doing and how you're running 100%. yourself into the ground and the way that you're dealing with stress. So if you're turning to alcohol or if you're turning to certain things, people, you know, these kids are in their, their subconscious is like, hey, I'm going to, this is deemed as acceptable
1: because... It's like that TV commercial where the, the dad says, hey, boy, go and grab me a beer out of the fridge. Oh. And then the next <laughs> one comes and he goes,
0: oh, hey, boy, go and grab me a beer out of the fridge. Yeah. And it just
1: goes on and on and that's why it's through the family.
0: Just to share some of the passion we, sh- we just shared, though, I mean... We got a bit of a tear well up as he came across that edition, <sighs> number one. It's like, yeah. I felt that love ripple through the room. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not unlike I don't know if you guys ever watched The Biggest Loser, Yeah. but there's always one character in that show that they work down, and it isn't until they hit that pinnacle breakthrough moment that they start to lose the weight. What yeah. is that one barrier, that one yep. issue that's preventing you from being who you are? And that's what we do what we do, isn't it? Because it's, it's gold, it's beautiful.
2: It is, it is ex- that exact point. Have you reached that with Brett yet? No, not yet. We haven't. I'm looking forward I'm build- to it. I'm know. building on no, it. No, yeah. no. And you know what? It's like um, again, it's it's people putting walls up all the time because they're protecting that point. It's 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 a it's a, an emotional subject. And I think, you know, coming back into that thing of, you know, the 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 men's health sort of stuff, we we, you know, can typically just go, oh no, it's all right, and this this real she'll be all right attitude. But deep inside something's not right. And until we allow ourselves to open that up, and express whatever emotion has been withheld, experience it, experience it. No fear. It sucks. Like it it is. It is a really, really, like painful. Yeah, this tormenting process, but. Once you once it heals, once you once you can can allow yourself to kind of sit in and experience it, all of a sudden the doors open for you to go through and do. It's
0: less painful than all the addictions we place on top of it. One
1: hundred percent. It's actually fixing the underlying issue, isn't yeah. it? One hundred percent. Some of the conversations that we've had, I um, will walk into a room and he goes, "Fuck, what are you like? That, you're buzzing today." Yep. Or another day, I walk in and he goes, "Yeah, there's not, there's no good." Cha cha chi, whatever it's called, yeah. in here at the moment. So we sit down, and we'll meditate together and and Chris will sit down. Okay, so what color is it? It's black. Is it solid? No, it's like a string sub. Okay. What's it doing now? It's unraveling. Can we get to the middle of it? Where's it going? Yep. What's on the other side? And it's just amazing for someone like me who would never do that in the past. Um, Not because I'm a blokey bloke, but because that's just not what I did. I never gave myself time, I suppose, to look after me personally, which is what you're talking about. Um, Number one
0: in ignition. Exactly.
1: But to unravel that, and then you sit there and go, and then you'll turn around and go, Oh, there you go. That's heaps, but in the room now, like the whole energy yeah. of the room changes. And the thing is, like, I've got a dodgy knee. In the past, I would have sat there and just not done stuff. And now yeah. I'll just skip or I'll just do something completely different yep. that will then get me through that. Plank, plank, plank. But plank, I'm doing plank. that for me. And yep. that, that's the whole point about the whole one in the ignition thing is mm. um, I'm doing it for me so then I can live longer and play with my kids. You only you can only listen to yourself. Once you mm. just actually listen to yourself about what you do and how you're doing it, it's like, oh, actually yeah. I can make a difference. I love it. I love, yeah. I love what you're doing. How you. how, do, how does one join? Do they do you charge them? Is it free? Are you a charity? Mate, Answer uh, that's
2: no. I'm no. not a charity. <laughs> no. Um, so, but the um, the website's going to be up and live as of Monday. Yeah, Monday nine a.m. Ignition is live. <laughs> no, yeah. We
0: are all ignited together. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the cost of the course, if you want to do it at a base level, uh, is fifteen hundred. And that's over a 12-week course and you get um, a whole bunch of tools and stuff that's going to be provided for you with that and a consultation for you at the beginning. Um, and then if you wanted to go on to, say, a more advanced level, you get a one-on-one coaching call um, with me every single week as well to keep you a little bit accountable. Um, and that's going to be two and a half. Awesome. So that's really cool. Money well spent. Yes. I reckon. Yep.
0: An investment in your future.
2: Indeed. I guess the big question that I like to ask people is, when is your time up? you're dead. When's that going to be, Brett?
1: Well, it depends if I look after myself or not. Yeah. If I don't look after myself, it could be soon. Yeah. We, we, we spoke about this last week. I've just yeah. lost a 35-year-old friend and a 42-year-old friend. Yep, yeah. exactly. That fucking makes you look life a bit
2: different, do not it? And and, and do you know what? The, the, that is the, the whole point is that, you know, I think we can go through life largely going, oh, it's not going to be me and this is not going to happen and so on and so forth. But we put ourselves under so much stress to achieve, to to be better, to be number one, to have this, to bigger house, bigger car, whatever. And this in a large aspect for, I guess, for so many people becomes the focus. They've forgotten that this is only good for an experience, like the the, the big fancy car that you might go and drive that you really want to go and experience and all good. That's all well and good while you're there and enjoying it. But you now, do you want to live a life that is you know, where you're drained and you're dealing with stress and you're overwhelmed and you're, you you know, might be anxious or dealing with depression? Is that going to be your choice? Because it is a no, choice. No, Adam. No, I no, don't. Either, <laughs> <you know? laughs> or do you choose to go, hey, you know what? My life is the most important thing for me. I deserve to be happy and feeling incredible every single day. I am going to make an effort to make some changes in my life. I am. And it doesn't happen, I am, right? I am. I mean, Uh, Yeah. Hallelujah. (laughs) So, And it happens, you know, over time. It's not a quick fix, right, which we all. Well, it's decision's decision, isn't it? It's choice to choice. It's moment to moment. It
0: is. And we've got to to live it, got to breathe it. You go camping and all. You're a camper?
2: Age. No, I haven't for ages. I've, it's kind of been on the on the on the brainwaves for a little can't while. Can't help
0: but notice it's a very odd question at this point. In time, yeah, right. <laughs> no, there reason <laughs> I no kind of. slightly random. No, yeah, because, I'd like you to explain it <laughs>
1: because you know when you go camping, right? Like yeah. I live in a big house. I've got a nice all that sort yeah, of stuff, yeah, yeah. right? And but when you go camping, no mobile phones work. Nothing Straight works. Back to you're literally sleeping in a tent, a tent with your family. On a map. You're cooking on like a little barbecue, barbecue thing. Barbecue. Yep. So you're eating. You're breathing. You're breathing. So you're spending time with your family. You light and the, fire. You're exactly. the fire. You exactly. Yep. You ignite the fire. so you did that. But you I sit know. around the campfire. Thanks the bolt of beer for <laughs> <laughs> But you sit around the campfire and you're all just having a chat. You're talking shit. You might have a beer or whatever, but you just like look up and there's the only thing above you the stars and it's just like. It's, you could live like that everyday this day. is
0: what we've been on about in order to move forward you need to strip yourself of to the bare bone basics yep. and, and we can't really grow or change or evolve until we understand the root cause of why we do what we do and this stop and breathe <laughs> and, and stop and, and breathe and that's the first step in that process what's the most
1: first important thing in Mate, yeah. how to meditate how to sit there and actually just breathe take a breath let's yep. come and how, back to, how to
2: breathe properly yeah <laughs> get, it, get it all in do you know another point to that and one of the biggest, one of the biggest things that you can do is learn to eat properly, and it sounds really funny, right? So how to chew a, properly. And stuff. How to chew properly, but to not only um, to be chewing properly so you're digesting your food, but also to be sitting down so you're not in a stressful state and you're not on the run while you're you're processing your food. So you're giving yourself actually time to do it. And we've we've just become this society that everything's on the go. It's, it's the thing that fuels us.
0: And the chemistry around that is if you're stressed, the oh. first thing the body does is stop digesting food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fascinating. Is yeah. it? So until you're relaxed and calm and centered, you're not going to actually process and digest what you're intaking. Yep. Fascinating.
2: Yeah. And, you know, the second part from the alcohol thing was giving up the coffee because I was at a, such a high level of stress. And coffee is then going to, you know, produce cortisol to be lifting up in your system. You know, when you do that, and if you are already stressed and then you're adding a further external stress load on that, as well as all the other stress that you're dealing with in your life and anything else that might happen on a day-to-day basis, you've got a lot going on you've got to deal with. Adam, I've never
0: met you on coffee, but I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you're on <a> coffee, Because <laughs> <man.
2: laughs> yeah. that would be
0: crazy. Ask, oh, oh, actually, uh, <laughs> and that's just coffee. The other stuff is just
2: like, Ooh. <laughs> the stories is just too many.
1: The, the other thing I just wanted to have a chat to you about, and we mentioned earlier about like the acne and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And what I really want to say to any kids that are listening, we had really oh, an amazing experience last week in that Chris's daughter was uh, in the studio with us when we were recording the conversation. Yep. And then after it, um, I said, look, what I want to do is I want you to interview your daughter just for the your own benefit. It's never going to be released or make it release. We'll see how that goes. But just for you to interview your daughter. And mate, just sitting back watching this thing was Unbelievable, because you got a sixteen-year-old girl here. Was going through a bit of a tough time. Yep. Mum and dad are are splitting up, and there's a there's a big tough time happening there. And him actually asking the questions he wanted answers to, and she was answering it. I'm sitting there at sixteen, like was amazing. Not many kids would do that. Yeah. But what I want to say about is that if you do suffer from acne and all those sort of things, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Like once that all goes away this happens. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And once you actually then start believing in yourself and those sort of things, like, that's all part of life. That's puberty. That's all that sort of and stuff. And even more
0: important than that, once you find who you truly are, yeah. you yep. don't care about any of that anyway. Yeah. And that once you don't care about it, it do. goes away. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that's the whole thing.
2: thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the, the funny thing about the the skin thing is that I've had um had acne for a number of years. Um, I've, I've kind of always suffered from eczema at some point. Um, And then... Uh, kind of in later years, I had a rash that was kind of just below my um, belly button um, that kind of sat around for ages. And then I've, you know, I've had a whole bunch of different stuff that's popped up everywhere. And it's, um it's led me down to a path of kind of, a, you know, I guess a further self inquiry. Um, I have been to doctors and dermatologists and been on medication and I've been on creams and I've been on all types of different stuff to do it. And I remember talking to my partner about it, and he said to me, why don't you go to a doctor? And I said, mate, because the only thing they're going to go and do is give me effectively a Band-Aid solution yeah. for what it is. Where is this coming from? you know?" And I have been able to successfully clear out all of my skin conditions. Um, in doing that, um, I have been figuring out, okay, what's working and what's not? And I've got one that's sort of come back now because I've changed over from using an antiperspirant deodorant which blocks off, um, you know, underneath your armpits so it stops you from sweating and it's your lymphatic system. It's where that kind of starts to release and it's one of the major issues. But it's just like a buildup of toxins and crap that's sitting in your body and it's got to get out. And your skin is one of the main ways that your body is getting rid of the shit it doesn't separation
0: want. It's a process. It yeah, is, yeah.
2: right? And so if you've got issues that are coming up in your skin it's because there's something within that wants to get out and you've got blocks somewhere right and it's going to get it to the skin as quickly as it can go right bang where's it going to happen boom Throwing this out. is this is where it'll come out right and so in order to clear it out what do you need to do you need to start clearing up the pipes which is you know whether it's a lung capacity or whether it's through blood or whether it's your digestive system you've got to clear that stuff up once you start clearing out everything, that happens from there, you you things start to flow a lot better, breathe better, you're, you're feeling better. This this lift that you get is just in, it's just in, in, it's so powerful, and that's just health from within. That's not even looking at the stuff of about doing the stuff that you really want in your life and spending with people. Yeah. And that's just that's from what you feel.
0: Very interesting. Now, I think on that
1: note. Adam, thanks so much for coming in, champion. Hey, I really thanks appreciate in, it. This Thank room is just buzzing at the moment. <laughs> I've been punched in the taste buds by the bolt of beer. We need to do what we normally do at this time, mate. What do you reckon? you
0: got an image for me? Uh, i give an image. What's your image? My image is uh, oh, it's, it's a, I'm sitting on a veranda. There's a few lightning cracking in the distance. Oh. Um, it's hot. It's humid. I'm, uh, I've just spent a, a, an afternoon surfing with Mick Fenning yeah, out snap a Rock. And uh, I've come home and I've cracked open a bolter. And uh, I'm a happy chap. What are you out of, out of 10? I'm going to give it a, a, a clear eight and a half. Really? Ten. Yeah, it's how high I go on the bolter. Wow, uh, mate, that's that,
1: awesome. What are My you? image is this big fist coming down and punching me in the taste bud. Punching a, <laughs> punching a white pointer at, in the at gut. At first causes. it was a negative punch. Oh, yeah. I reckon it leaves a good taste in your mouth, where some of these leave a really bad taste in your mouth. But okay. right, I'm, going, I'm going on a Fair Five. Fair Five, out five of 10. straight up the middle. Straight up the middle. Oh, well. Not a bad big, but it would be a great sponsor, though. Oh. <laughs> and I want one. <laughs> now he wants one. <laughs> but once again, Adam, thanks so much for coming in. Chris, Thank you, as always, brother. For me. It's a pleasure. Peace. Yep. Namaste. Namaste. Thanks, guys. Have Thank a good you. one. Cheers.